everyone, and welcome to Deep Dive with Dr. Hines, a D47 podcast. This is a conversation-based podcast, a platform for open dialogue, meaningful conversations, and a deeper understanding of the incredible community that we have here in District 47, where we are all driven by one mission, empowering all students, learners today, leaders tomorrow. I'm Dr. Kathy Hines, superintendent of D47. We have some very special guests with us today to highlight our dual language program. Ms. Sarah Morgan, a second grade teacher at Coventry, and her student, Gali. And Raul Salas, a sixth grade teacher at Lundahl, and his student, Tomas. I've been looking forward to this episode and can't wait to dive in. Let's start things off with our Director of Multilingual Programs, Rebecca Morton. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Dr. Hines. Thank you so much for having me. To give a little background, the dual language program integrates native Spanish-speaking students with native English-speaking students and emerging bilinguals uh, to receive academic instruction in both English and Spanish. Um, We aim to build classrooms so that they are made up of two-thirds native Spanish speakers and emerging bilinguals, as well as a third native English speakers. It's important that classrooms are diverse in this way so that students can serve as language models for each other and all students are learning language together. Dual language classrooms begin with 80% instruction in Spanish and 20% in English. This ratio increases until it reaches 50-50 in fourth grade. Dual language programs are considered enriched education program models, which means that the curriculum is taught through the use of two languages. Students learn content while also learning language. Nothing is in isolation. Our program in Crystal Lake actually began in 2004, so we're approaching 20 years. Um, It started with one section at North Elementary School and one section at Coventry Elementary. Currently, our dual language program has 50 sections across three of our elementary schools, North, Coventry, and Canterbury. Um, In addition, we have our program at two of our middle schools, uh, Hannah Beardsley and Lundahl. We also have one classroom at our Early Childhood Center um, that is bilingual, so um, we have bilingual instruction occurring um, across early childhood all the way through eighth grade. So throughout the district, we have over a thousand students in our program this year. um, I began my current role supporting the dual language program in the 2021-2022 school year. Recently within uh, dual language, we've been working to align our literacy units of study in monolingual and bilingual elementary classrooms. We've also been working with an outside biliteracy consultant to evaluate the instructional model for the dual language program to ensure fidelity of the program and that we continue to meet our students' uh, changing needs. Uh, Research is showing that rather than having one primary language spoken at home, many of our English learners or our EL students are now entering school already bilingual. Um, So in working with our biliteracy consultant, we uh, have evaluated and adjusted our 80-20 instructional model to reflect this change in our student demographics. Uh, starting with uh, this school year, uh, we have shifted to a 50-50 biliteracy instructional model for all of our K-5 through dual language classrooms. Um, this shift will provide all dual language students with daily opportunities to read and write in both English and Spanish. Uh, so this will mirror the simultaneous language exposure that's happening at home for our students identified as English learners. Thank you for that background, Rebecca. Now let's hear from some of the most closely involved. I'd like to introduce Sarah Morgan, second grade dual language teacher at Coventry. Hi, Sarah. Hi. What do you love most about being a dual language teacher? 
I always say I get to work with some of the best kids in the school because bilingual brains just work differently. And I love that. I love making students feel that their home language, culture, and traditions are valued even beyond the home. And I love advocating for students who maybe because of their home language might not otherwise get the help that they need at school. But I also love advocating for native English speakers who are being challenged to learn a new language. I love seeing student growth throughout the year because that just looks different for bilingual students. Great. And not everyone may have been able to experience or visit a dual language classroom. So what might we hear and see in your classroom? There is a wide range of activities in our classroom. We do a lot of movement, a lot of chanting, a lot of songs to increase language development. You would see and hear students working together and talking throughout the day. But there are also lots of times where students have independent work time and they work quietly on their own. I try to keep the classroom full of language in ways that are organized. For example, my students know that I use red text for Spanish and blue text for English and then purple for times when the languages overlap. And that makes it easier for them to find what they're looking for around the room. There are lots of visuals around the room and throughout our lessons too. I feel that students learn language best when they can attach it to something, whether that's visual, whether it's movement related, sound related, or in the context of some kind of memorable moment. Great. And recently, um, we've had a shift in the literacy programming for mm -hmm. our K-5 dual language classes. Can you tell us a little bit about that shift? Yes, so when I first started teaching in this district a few years ago, we were teaching um, eight and four week units at least in second grade. So for the sake of keeping the language allocation, students would be reading and writing for eight weeks in Spanish and then for four weeks in English and so on. So I'm excited about the shift in literacy programming this year because now we are alternating languages much more frequently. And the population that we're serving now, has it has shifted over the years. Many of the students that we used to consider native Spanish speakers um, are more accurately described now as emerging bilinguals, meaning that they're, they're learning both English and Spanish at the same time, simultaneously. Um, they have a strong base in both English and in Spanish. So using both languages throughout the day actually makes sense because that's what our students are already doing. I also like this shift because it gives students designated times that they know they can be successful throughout the day. I have a student who, for example, was willing to persevere when we were writing in English because he prefers Spanish because he knew we'll be doing Spanish later. So he initially was um, apprehensive about it, but then he was like, okay, well, I can stick this out for a week and then do Spanish next week. Um, the shift is a lot to take on this year, and it's a major, major change. But I do think that change was needed, and I'm happy to see better alignment with the monolingual or gen ed classrooms and curriculum too. Great. And I know we're early on in the shift, but have you noticed any change to students' language proficiencies or can you see where there's going to be a change throughout the year? Yeah, we're only a month into school and so we're still re, uh, really working on routines and stuff. So I haven't noticed a distinct um, shift in language proficiency yet. But I do think that as the year goes on, we'll definitely be able to see an increase um, in language proficiency. Um, but 
more importantly to me is confidence and perseverance with the kids when it comes to learning another language and tackling any kind of challenge. I mean, I think we're, this is the foundation for them approaching any challenge in their lives. Great. We are so excited to have one of your class members with us here today. Welcome, Golly. Thank you. What do you like best about being in dual language? Uh, I can speak to other people, and if someone don't know how to speak and how to read in Spanish, then maybe I can help them. Oh, that's wonderful. And what would you say is the best part of being multilingual? best part to be multilingual that my family that we can go to other places, places because we can see our different families. Oh, that's wonderful. And is there a, a hard part or what's the most challenging part? The challenging part is like when you if if you don't know how to speak in Spanish then maybe your family can help you speak in Spanish if they're from Mexico. That's great. What is your favorite thing to do in class? My favorite thing to do in class is like reading and also writing. Do you like to write stories? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like to write more in Spanish right now or do you like to write more in English right more now? More in Spanish okay. right now. Okay. That's great. Keep writing. Keep reading. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Miss Morgan and Golly. You're so welcome. Thank you for um, asking us to be part of this. Joining us also is Raul Salos, sixth grade dual language teacher here at Lundahl Middle School. What would you want most for parents in the community to know about your classroom and the dual language program? So I think that our dual language program is designed to provide students with an opportunity of develop proficiency in two languages while receiving instruction in uh, both languages too. Um, in my opinion, the most important components that parents uh, should know are the following ones. For example, our dual language program has very well-defined goals uh, and learning progressions uh, that includes um, biliteracy and uh, bilingualism. Uh, something really important is that we also work on um, cross-cultural things. Uh, it's like a cultural exchange between uh, students. And uh, students also gain like um, academic achievement in both languages. So to that, we do units of study yeah. um, for the different uh, grade levels. Uh -huh. How do you prepare for each unit of study? Uh, so here at Landall, a dual language teacher, we teach social studies and language arts. So it changes a little bit depending on uh, the lesson. So for example, uh, in language arts, which is 50% Spanish, 50% in English, um, everything depends on the topic of the week or of the unit. Um, for language arts, for example, students work more, um, they have to talk, they have to share things, um, and we use lots of visuals, uh, especially as, for example, if we are, so this first unit is in English, and if the student comes from a family that is not English speaker, they need um, lots of visuals as a support. Great. Um, 
but it's it's something easy to prepare uh, because our units of study are very well designed. And, and moreover, uh, we review those units of study uh, periodically. We meet uh, throughout the year and we review them. Great. Can you share a little bit about your students and who they are? Yes, so my students, so basically there are two types of students. Students coming from Hispanic families, origin, um, and inside this group we can find two different types of students. Students that uh, they don't speak Engl uh, English at home, they only speak Spanish, um, so they need more support, especially during the uh, English units. And there are also Hispanic families that they are both bilingual and no problem. And also have students that come uh, from, you know, uh, English speakers family. And it's just the same, but in the opposite. So they need support while they are, while they are working Spanish. Great. Thank you. So you have one of your students yes, here today here. with you. Can you introduce us to him? Of course. He is Tomas. Uh, Tomas comes from Spain. And he is in my homeroom. Great. Hi, Thomas. So you've been in the program since kindergarten? Yes? No? Yes, I have. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience in the program for the last six years? You're now in your seventh year. Well, in Spain, um, I also was in a bilingual program. When I went to live to Houston, um, I was also in a duolingo program. So as here in Crystal Lake. Great. How do you feel the program and being multilingual will prepare you for the future? So I think it would give me like an easier way to communicate with other people from other like countries. And it would also like help me like, it would also help me like get a job. So like if it's like required, like you need to talk Spanish and English or English talkers yeah, so, like, I could, like, get a job more easily. Okay. And so what do you think the best thing about being multilingual is? Um, well, I think it's, uh, like, being able to talk to other people. Like, if you have friends that, like, have families that, like, are from, like, that they have, like, Hispanic roots, like, you could, like, talk to them, like, in Spanish and English. Great. How has your experience in dual language programming shaped you, you as a learner? How do you think that's impacted you? So it's like helped me if I have like a teacher from other places, uh, like my fifth grade teacher, she was from um, Puerto Rico. So she didn't talk English very well. So I could translate to my um, classroom buddies like how like what she was saying what a great help that must have been for her yeah that's great well i'd like to thank both of you for taking some time to talk to me today thank you for thinking about us we are so excited to be sharing these conversations with you on the podcast please continue to subscribe and listen to us on all major podcast platforms you can also find information about the podcast on our website at d47.org and follow us on social to stay up to date when new episodes drop